Well, I can't wait to meet our host. I hear this is only one of his beat parties. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Good evening and welcome back to Two Truths to Lie with Harry Day. It's been a while since I've done an episode. We were neck deep in ridiculous riots and uncalled for murder. And I just kind of took a break from it. Just I didn't have much to say. And... I'm not going to delve into that tonight because I hit it three, at least three times, four times. And so we're going to do a nice light episode, probably a short episode. I can keep my mic steady. We had probably three weeks without rain and the ground had finally dried. And even cracked a little bit. You know how dirt cracks open when it's really dry. And the trails going to the back of Greg's place were dry. And you could take the golf cart all the way back. And the air was less humid until the end of the week. And then it got hot and humid. But we are in Mississippi. It is late June Well, I had to check the weather, and yesterday I heard thunder. I looked at the weather, and I knew there was a chance for maybe 40% chance of rain. Well, there was a 100% chance of that, 40% chance, because there was a nice breeze, clouded up. It was late, late afternoon heavy thunder i looked on the radar and there was a fat red line across mississippi moving north to south down state and when it first hit us i was on the phone with a friend talking maybe i was texting i was texting and it started to rain and the thunder was just rolling and it started to rain a little harder. It was just a gradual thing. And then the lightning finally got close to where you would see the flash. And it's getting later and later in the evening and it's already getting dark. And now the clouds and the rain are making it darker. And the lightning is starting to pop and flash. And have you ever just sat out in the dark and watched lightning and not directly at the bolt but at the light that it creates it has a like a lavender purple hue to it and and I pause there because every time I say the word hue I think of Hap and Mike Hap Orr and Mike Marler from college they had this thing, there was a guy, they were in landscape architecture at Mississippi State, and I think they had a teacher named Hugh something, 
and they would always say Hugh for some reason and I can't even remember why but we were young and in college and silly well the lightning flash at night gives this purple light that bathes everything but only lasts a second or two it's very brief and I was texting with a friend about how who wasn't in the area but way down down at Ocean Springs and I was texting about the thunder how cool it was and then the lightning and the heavy rain I mean we got heavy rain it was it was really good actually for my pea patch in my garden I had put fertilizer out not three four hours before and so that hopefully didn't get washed away more than it got washed into the ground around the plants the tomatoes are going off so now that I've led up to what I really want to talk about and it made me think of it while sitting on my back porch watching the lightning storm it made me think of the best duck hunt I ever had if you're a hunter and you're hunting birds of any sort obviously your best hunt is when you shoot a limit of what you're hunting it used to be 12 dove now it's 15 dove it's tough to shoot 15 dove unless you're at a organized hunt where the field has been baited but not baited I mean there's food out there but you can't bait there's a certain way you gotta like turn it under or whatever turn the seed under after you broadcast it here we just put corn crack corn up and down the driveway and uh, hunt the driveway because we don't have any hunts around here unless the Murphys do one again next year but my best duck hunt okay last year we shot no ducks there were no ducks coming in to Brian's place the year before we shot a few ducks maybe five I think I shot five ducks the year before at Brian's place the year before that I don't remember I think it was four five five years ago we're just gonna go with five years ago it was it was in January it was raining already but we knew the ducks were coming in the ducks were pouring into the duck hole and I knew which end they were coming into and I knew exactly where I was gonna set up and sit and so we knew rain was coming through it at 5 a.m. which is usually when we get out there like get out there and be set up by 5 a.m. 5 15 at the latest um so we get up and Brian has a migraine or some kind of bad headache I don't know if he was dehydrated he'd been smoking a lot of cigarettes I think he'd quit drinking by then pretty sure it's been a while but he just his head hurt too much and he's like man I'm just I'm just gonna have to skip out 
and it was pouring rain and thundering and lightning and not just like a little lightning it was a lightning storm but I knew the ducks were pouring in right between the willows and the uh, south line where in the duck hole at Brian Seals place so I get on all my rain gear you know you got waders so you're not gonna get wet on your waders and you get you got a duck coat which keeps water off of you and you got a, a duck hat which keeps the water not really off of you because once it saturates then your head's gonna get wet but you know we sacrifice for good hunting I, I certainly do so I jump on my four-wheeler and it's probably about a mile across an open field to the duck hole now you can either go along a little shallow drain off ditch across the field and in the rain it's it's just a slog of mud in a, in a 300 yard section before you get to the tree line to shoot straight back in an easterly direction past the Indian mound which is out in the middle of the field down the tree line to the duck hole you, you pull up in the trees and you hide your four-wheeler in the trees on, on the tree line and you just wait out and you get to your spot. I have these little duck seats that I made that you just stick in the ground and it has a seat at the top of the metal post that, that sticks in the water. And you're in the water, in the duck hole, leaning back against a tree. I might not have even leaned back against a tree. I was trying to get in a spot where I could shoot in a pretty wide area. You know, you want a good field of fire especially if you're alone. If there's two of you, you don't need a, such a wide field of fire. But Brian didn't go out. He went back to bed. Now, I don't think I went the muddy route. I think I went down the Yazoo Refuge Road, which is about three quarters of a mile to the turn to go across the field to the tree line and then go back. So either way, I get out there and it's still dark, but you know, lightning, it's lightning every three, five minutes and just, pouring rain and just you know that purple light is lighting up the sky where you like the raindrops look white when when it does when it strikes so i i go in i, I hide my four-wheeler i wade into my spot i don't recall it ever getting light besides the lightning strikes i'm holding a 12 gauge shotgun with a 20 six or a 28 inch steel barrel back then i probably had my browning bps um shell shells in my little bag at my side three shells in the gun i'm sitting there it's lightning it's raining and i assume that it's starting to get light because ducks start dropping in in twos to my left, in front of me, and to my right. And so I just start popping them as they come in. One down, boom, two down, lightning. Two more come in, bam, three and four down. Uh, it's been 15 minutes. Lightning, heavy rain, my head starting to get wet through the soak, my hat soaked through. Um, I've got four laid out right in front of me. Um, they keep coming in two land kind of far out boom got one of them 
some more come in and stall in the trees, boom, knock it out of the sky, that's six. You can't shoot more than six. I believe the limit is you can only shoot two females if you're shooting six mallards. I believe I shot four males and two females. But it might have been all males, I just don't remember. But mallards are big ducks compared to woodies, compared to gadwalls, which are a little bit bigger than woodies. Uh, definitely compared to teal, which are tiny. But in this pouring rain lightning storm, six foot four me sitting on a steel seat against a tree or a big bush, I can't remember which, swinging a 28 inch barrel, maybe 26, I think it's 28 though, steel barrel around in the air, shooting ducks. I was only out there in the water for about 30 minutes. And after six and a lot of lightning, I pick up my ducks by the necks. I go slog over to my four-wheeler. I put them in the uh, basket, strap my gun down to the, uh, what are those things, the uh, gun rack mount, the rack mount on my uh, handlebars. Bungee that down with these little things that come with it and take off across the field, up, up the tree line, across the field, down that road, and then up the paved road, which is way easier to ride on than the muddy, the muddy stretch at the bottom where the, where the, the land gets like a low place and water just holds there. And it's all Delta mud, Delta gumbo. And so it's just a, we've gotten stuck going through there and had more fun riding through there in the mud, but you know, your tires are spinning faster than you're going. So you're wasting fuel and you're wasting time. And like I said, lightning, 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 lightning. It was a lot of lightning. And I, I got in and I put my ducks where they were safe, like in the back of my pickup probably, where like the fox that lives in the area couldn't get it or someone's dog couldn't come and get them. And, uh, you know, it's cold, but not freezing. It's raining, but ducks don't spoil in the rain. They're built for water. So I have my ducks ready, and so I get inside the house, close the door, and get my hat and coat off and put them in front of a fan so they'll dry. That's what we do at the lake house. Get my waders off. I don't even think I had any mud on me because it was raining so hard, everything that had gotten on me walking just washed right off. But it it was one of the few times where I shot my limit of ducks. And it was so memorable to me and special to me, even though it was probably so dumb of me to be out in this lightning storm with a steel barrel shotgun raised up in the air, dropping ducks left and right. But I did it. And uh, I put six ducks in the freezer and I don't breast them out. That's such a waste. If I know hunting, you know, a lot of you may not know hunting, 
When people shoot dove, they just brush them out instead of cleaning them whole. There's meat all over a bird. It doesn't matter what bird it is. When you have the legs, you see those little legs, there's meat there, but there's also meat that goes into the body, the thighs. That's what helps the legs move. Where the wings come into the body, you have meat along the body that help the wings go. The breast meat, obviously, you have lots of breast meat. There's even a little bit of, a couple of strips of meat on the butt of all these birds. If you've ever boiled down a bird and then and then deboned it, like say a chicken, you boil a whole chicken or you boil a whole duck to make soup, which I do. There's a lot of meat you're throwing away when you just breast them out. It's wasteful. You know, you have 30, 50 birds. I guess I understand that you're just going to breast them out. It's lazy. It's wasteful. But I suppose I get it. You know, there's things you got to get to, like your easy chair or your whiskey bottle or your TV show or whatever. There might be good things, like maybe get to your family. Who knows? Maybe go help somebody. Um, but that lightning storm we had yesterday evening reminded me, because it's the same purple light anywhere on this earth when it strikes at night in the dark. And it is, it is really invigorating. It's really cool. I've never really seen a strike close to me. Like I've never seen a tree struck by lightning. Not, not up close at least. I've heard strikes very close here. Uh, well, anywhere I've lived, I guess. But that duck hunt five, God, I guess five years ago, I'd have to talk to Brian and see when he uh, quit drinking because it was after that, I believe. But he had, I, for some reason, he had a migraine and he never gets migraines. Maybe he didn't want to go hunting the lightning and pouring rain like fanatical me because, you know, I'm there and I know the ducks are coming in. I'm going out to shoot ducks. You only get so many chances like that and you got to take it, right? If you don't take a chance, you don't reap the reward. Maybe that's our little lesson, our little, the moral of the story is the horror of lightning. But maybe that lightning can uh, have a positive effect. You know, lightning, sometimes they say the sky has a negative field of energy and the earth has a positive field of energy or the sky has a positive field of energy and the earth has a negative field of energy and lightning is the electricity mother nature's electricity striking from one to the other and you always see it striking down from the clouds to the ground I want to say I've heard people say no it strikes up but I've never seen that and it's always in the sky or in the sky coming down and it's always beautiful 
And so, in closing, get out of the city, at least for a short time. You don't have to go camping, but go, go to a national forest. Go, if you're in Mississippi, go drive through the Delta. Go to Rolling Fork and eat at Chuck's Dairy Barn. Get a burger. Go to the country. Get out of the city. Get out of the Babylon. You know, the, they say the worst cities in this country with crime and poverty are all big cities and they all have Democrat mayors and most of them are in blue states with Democrat governors. And you would hope that people would learn by the facts that they need to make a change. How that evolved out of talking about light, lightning and making a positive experience, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, you get to talking and you just you just roll, you talk, and tangents happen. You hit a bump and you're and you're going in a different direction and you kind of try to bring it back and line it up because our message is being positive just like the intro stay positive and good things will come back to you and it's true because being positive and making the most of what you have and not what you want can make you a happier person. And then good vibes and good things will happen and you smile, just like I always say, you smile to strangers and they'll smile back and maybe they'll smile to someone. You can make someone's day, you can make someone's mood change with some kindness and so that's what I want you to do I want you to be kind I want you to uh, have love in your heart I would like you to try to feel the presence of Jesus in your heart I don't talk about religion a lot but I am a Christian and I believe in God, and I believe in God's nature and all things that are natural. And that's why you need to get out of the city as much as possible and get in the woods, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Get somewhere where man has made nothing and God has made everything. And there you will find yourself, your true self. So stay positive, be kind, and bring all of us here on Earth. Peace. Down in Mississippi where the sun beats down from the sky. They give it up and they give it up and they give it up, but they never ask why. Daddy was a